<laughs> Psalms chapter 62. I'm going to read the entire chapter and uh, title the message, Power and Mercy. We see, we see God's power and mercy uh, talked about in this chapter. We also see a comparison or a contrast. A lot of Psalms, a lot of Proverbs or contrast. My dyslexia kicked in, and I'm going to Psalms 26. The older I get, the more I, I, uh, I think that's probably a real thing. I see things a little bit backwards sometimes. My wife is reminding me, um, if you're, before we get into the message, if you are planning on helping with VBS this year, only a couple months away, it's what, the third week in June, is our VBS. Um, we're going to have a short, just informational meeting right after the service tonight, if you can stay. And uh, we've got some papers to hand out, give you the theme and, and uh, kind of the layout for the week. So uh, keep that in mind if you're planning on helping in any way. So we've got, we got 10 different, different uh, areas that we need helpers in. So um, Lord willing, we'll see a good number of kids this year and and it'd be great to meet some new families again. Pray for our bus ministry. Um, it, uh, it's feeling like it could really grow, and uh, that's a great thing. <laughs> it's a scary thing. Um, we need prayer on just how to handle if we have more kids. Last, this last Wednesday night, we had five new kids on the bus. And, I mean, for... Through COVID and all of that, if we had five kids on the bus, I was rejoicing. And uh, now we're seeing some, some new families coming. And, uh, and I, I just feel like there's potential for some growth in our bus ministry right now. So pray that the Lord would lead in that and that he would direct us to the right families. And, and then uh, pray for direction in, in the kids club and all of that also that we can... We can uh, minister to every kid. Uh, we don't want to just have them here for an hour and a half and entertain them. We want to reach in, reach in, and uh, help them to understand the Word of God. So uh, let's, let's be praying about that, if you would, please. Psalms chapter 62. Psalms chapter 62, I titled it Power and Mercy. And as I said, there's a contrast here in the trusting in God and trusting in man, which uh, that contrast is throughout the Word of God. But verse 1 of chapter 62 says, Truly my soul waiteth upon God. From Him cometh my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. I love those verses. I shall not be greatly moved because of Him, because He's my rock. It's not depending on my strength. How long will ye imagine mischief against a man? Ye shall be slain, all of you, as a bowling wall, about, a bowing wall shall ye be, and as a tottering fence. They only consult to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. Selah. My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in Him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. 
Surely men of low degree are vanity, and men of high degree are a lie. To be laid in the balance, they are altogether lighter than vanity. Trust not in oppression, and become not vain in robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. God hath spoken once, twice I have heard this, that power belongeth unto God. Also unto unto thee, O Lord, belongeth mercy, for thou renderest to every man according to his work. As I was reading through this chapter this week, the last two verses just caught me. Uh, Unto you belongs power. And then he said, in the next verse, also, mercy. I'm thankful for God's power, and I'm thankful for His mercy. And I hope we trust in the Lord. It's the theme of the Bible throughout. We just keep saying it over and over and over. Because in our flesh... And in our pride, we get to trusting in man, we get to trusting in our intellect, in our abilities. And so we have to be reminded throughout the Word of God to trust in Him. I'm going to look at two points this this message tonight. First of all is man, and secondly is God. Two simple points tonight. Let's have a word of prayer and we'll get into the message. Father, thank you for the the music tonight. Thank you, Father, for uh, just each one here that is singing unto you. And Father, it is a blessing to hear uh, the music tonight, to hear hearts lifting up your name, worshiping you. Lord, guide now in the the preaching time that that, uh, you would show us uh, from your word those areas in our life that that we need to uh, more fully surrender. Lord, help us to be tender to your leading in all things. Christ's name we pray, amen. So we see this contrast between trust in God and trust in man. And mostly this chapter is about the Lord and His strength and who He is. We see a couple things about man in this, and I wanted to bring that out tonight to remind us who we are. Now, um, we all know these things. I, I, I think I'm not bringing anything really profound tonight. But as you look at this about man, first of all, we see one thing, and that is man is very empty. Very vain. Verse, verse 9 says, Surely men of low degree are vanity. Men of high degree are a lie. To be laid in the balance, they are both of them. The men of low degree, the men of high degree, everyone, they are all together. He said, lighter than vanity. I, I read that a couple times. It's, it's, uh, it's funny to me. Vanity is emptiness. Vanity is nothing. So what's lighter than nothing? Matthew, what's lighter than air? I don't know either. <laughs> it's just, there's nothing lighter than air. Well, maybe there is, but I don't know. I don't know about those things. Lighter than vanity. He says, here, all, here is what we are. We're less than nothing. We're less than nothing. And, and we get this idea that, that there's some... There's some uh, Something good about me, you know. Got something going on. Or we'll look at someone else and we'll, we'll see them and lift them up. Get this idea, well, that person has something that is about them that is just great. And if we can see anything in them except for the Lord, we're seeing vanity. That we're lifting up a man. The Bible says they're just, they're lighter than air. All they amount to is less than vanity. They're empty, self-serving, 
self-serving. So much of our religion today is self-serving. So much of everything in the world is just self-serving. And they're unstable. Unstable, it says in verse 10, Trust not in oppression, become not vain in robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. As I was thinking about man, I'm, I'm equating it somewhat tonight to just things of this life. We saw in, in Colossians chapter 3 that my affections are to be on things above, not on things of this earth. Why? Because all of this is nothing. It's emptiness. It's vanity. It's going to fall apart. When I bought my pickup, I was so happy to have that four-wheel drive pickup. It was what I had been looking for. It was what I wanted. And I loved that pickup. And I still do. But I've had it for 16 years. It doesn't look like it did when I first bought it. There was not a scratch on that thing. I inspected that pickup closely. The only thing on it was on the Chevy emblem was this little bitty little bitty crack where a tiny rock had, had dinged it. It had 41,000 miles on it. It was like new. The nicest thing I had ever owned. I, will, I love that pickup. But 16 years later, it's getting to be one of those pickups that I can only drive. Because I know the quirks of that pickup. I know how you have to do things with that pickup. There's some things that it's just unique. What, what am I saying? It's just wearing out. It's falling apart. I was so happy with that thing, but, and it was nice. But a mere 16 years later, it doesn't have any value anymore. And, and all of these things that we're so, so convinced we need, so convinced that are necessary to life, it's all emptiness and vanity. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 21. Go with me there, please. Always subject to change. Always subject to change. I... <laughs> I read this verse, and uh, most of us here are old enough to remember, and it wasn't that long ago, so that's why I say most of us are old enough, to remember the slogan that Barack Obama had for his, his first run for president. It was all about change, all about change. Well, here's what we should have, here's what we should have looked at. My son, fear thou the Lord, and the king... And meddle not with them that are given to change. <laughs> meddle not. Don't get involved with those that are given to change. Well, every man is given to change. Your opinion can change. Your, your understanding of something can change. Your attitude can change. All of us are different than we were 10, 15 years ago. So trusting in man is empty. It's self-serving. It's it's vanity and it's unstable. There's no, there's no stability in it. We had a pastor when I was a kid that, that we greatly admired. He was greatly used by God. And I'm, I'm not trying to run the man down. I believe the Lord is using him today. But we had some issues come up in the church. Some serious things. This church that was growing and on fire for God. All of a sudden, Satan got a toehold in there, and we start having some major divisions in the church. 
major fights to the point where one church member is threatening to beat up the other church member and another church member in a business meeting stands up and is going to come up on the stage and beat up a deacon. Outrageous things. And the pastor just kind of slipped out the back door. Was gone. And, and it left a lot of people going, whoa. Just like chopped the legs right out from underneath them. They had their faith in this man who was a great preacher and, and had, had been used in the town mightily by God, but he was still just a man and they had their faith in him. And some of them are not walking with God today and that was it's getting close to 30 years ago. Because they had their faith in man. It doesn't matter how good the man is, he's changeable. Our faith cannot be in man. And our faith has to be completely in God. And look at verse 5 back in chapter 62. Look at verse 5. Verse 1 he says, Truly my soul waiteth upon God. But verse 5 says, My soul, he's telling himself, he's telling his soul, Wait thou only upon God. For my expectation is from Him. Wait thou only in God. Look only to Him. So we see man as, as what he is. He's, he's changeable, he's empty, he's selfish, controlled by the flesh so many times. And then God is the rock in verse, in verse 6. He, is, he only is my rock. We see it in verse 2. He only is my rock. It's, it's an interesting progression between verse 2 and verse 6. Verse 2 says, He's my rock, my salvation. He's my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. Verse 6, He says, he, is my, he only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. I shall not be moved. That's not a contradiction. It's a progression. He's not greatly moved. And then He says, Truly, if, I, if I'm walking with God... I will not be moved. So, who's unchangeable? This rock is, is what my foundation has to be. He is my rock. He only is my rock. Wait thou only upon God. Stop looking to man for things. Stop looking to yourself for things. Stop looking to government. To government. Boy, if we, think, if we think a governmental change is going to correct our problems, we're sorely disappointed. We've had presidents that we thought were good. We've had presidents that we thought were awful. And Satan still works through it all. Our trust cannot be in the government. Our trust cannot be in our riches. Our trust cannot be in anything other than God. James chapter 1, verse 17. James 1, 17. He's the rock. Man changes. God is always the same. Verse 17, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. There's no change in Him. What He's told us 4,000 years ago is true today. How He was eons ago, He is today. And in eternity future, 
he's gonna, going to be the same. That is dependability. That, that is what we can get a hold of and, and rest in. That's why we say he's our rock. Because he never changes. The storms come and beat upon the rock and it never changes. Psalms chapter 102. Psalms 102, 25 through 27. Of old thou hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish. But thou shalt endure, yea, all of them shall wax old like a garment. As a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall have no end. <laughs> you are the same, your years, your years shall have no end. I've, I'll never, until I'm there, be able to grasp eternity. It doesn't make sense to me that something has no end. Everything that we see in this life has an end. But God is not restricted by time and space. He's not restricted by the laws that we live under here on earth. He's eternal. He's there in the future as He is in the past and as He is in the present. And He's the same. He's the same, dependable. We can trust in Him. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. We'll read on down through the end of the chapter. Verse 31 is, is a precious verse. Thou hast, hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. It says, Hast thou not known? Haven't you heard? Your Creator, He doesn't faint. He doesn't get tired. He doesn't have problems. <laughs> he doesn't have issues. Everything is, is done according to His supreme will. He is right in all that He does, and He never changes, and He has all the power. He is our rock. He is our salvation. Back in our text, verse 7 says, In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. John 14, 6. What's it, what's it say in John 14, 6? I am the way, the truth, in the life, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Thomas asked him, uh, how do we know the way? Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will doubtless come again, receive you unto myself, that where I am there you may be also. And Thomas goes, well, how do we know the way? And Jesus says, I am the way. I am your salvation. He is our salvation. He is our strength. We have to only and always look to Him. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 1 and 2.
We can read the, we're going to read the entire chapter here, all six verses. And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall ye draw waters out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon His name, declare His doings among the people, make mention that His name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for He hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. He says, in that day, we're going to stand before Him and we're going to praise Him. Because we were your enemy. We, we were sinners, the enemy of God, serving Satan and self. And thine anger is turned away, and now thou comfortest me. Why? Because God is my salvation, because Jehovah is my strength and my song. Therefore with joy shall you draw waters out of the wells of salvation. He saves us by His strength. He keeps us by His strength. He leads us by His strength. And yet we so often go and, and do things in our own strength, in our own understanding. What we think needs to be done instead of seeking the Lord's face. Do we depend upon other things? Do we depend upon the job that we have? Do we depend upon the family that God gave us? What do we depend upon? It has to be holy on God. And lastly, we see He is the source of all things. Back in our text, verse 11 and 12, This power belongeth unto God or that power belongeth unto God, he says, and also unto thee, O Lord, belongeth mercy, for thou renderest to every man according to his work. God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongeth unto God. He is the source of it. And I have said this over and over and over. I preach it all the time, and yet I don't live it every single day of my life. That He is the source of all power. All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, uh, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. I think I messed that up a little bit. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. He said, I've heard this twice, God said it, that power belongs to Him. And then he says, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. All power is available to me through the Holy Ghost that lives within me. Power to defeat sin, to live a victorious life. Power to defeat Satan and be a testimony, to be a witness to those around me, to stand for what's right. Power to not be moved as the world is shaken around us and as society comes towards us. But it is only in God. Power belongs to Him. And then he said mercy belongs to Him. I'm thankful that it didn't stop with just power. That He's a merciful God as well as powerful. He, he was on that cross, as we saw this morning, with compassion in His heart. Mercy for you and for me. Mercy that's new every day. As 
I got saved in 1992. So this year is 30 years. 30 years. And yet, I've failed God over and over and over and over. And if it was just that power belongeth to God, He would have taken me out years ago. But because mercy also belongs to Him. He's allowed me to come back to Him, to repent of my sin and go back to Him and continue to walk with Him, continue to serve Him. So what are we placing our trust in tonight? Is it in the power and mercy of God? Or is it in the empty, unstable uh, vanity of this world? Unto God belongeth power. Unto Him belongeth mercy. And He is my rock. He is my rock. I love the book of Psalms. I know I preach out of it quite a bit. There's so much in here for us. To strengthen us day by day by day. Say unto your soul this week, Wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. Let's pray. Father, thank you again for our time tonight. Father, thank you for each that's here. Lord, strengthen them through your word to face the struggles that we will face this week. And Father, do it with compassion in our heart. Father, help us to walk by faith, not by sight. Walk with, with your spirit leading us that we may be used by you. 